Welcome to Wandering in Hope. Now here's Madisonville Church of God pastor, Josh Benson. Hello everybody, this is Pastor Josh. This is part two of the Bible and the voice of God. Um, so what I want to do in this segment is talk about Scripture as conversation. I think that we all, no matter how introverted you are, you enjoy communication to a degree. We are just engineered. We're designed to communicate with one another. We're designed not to exist in a vacuum in our own bubble. We're designed to have relationship. It's part of being an image bearer of bearing the image of God. That's part of that Imago Dei image of God thing that we have. Conversation is important, all right? Now, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, Paul says, And we thank God constantly for this, that when you receive the Word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the Word of men, but as what it really is, the Word of God, which is at work in you uh, believers. All right. So, the Bible is a conversation that we have with God. I know that might sound a little crazy because when you're reading the Bible, it's not like you're hearing voices, uh, uh, audible voices that are calling to you maybe. Uh, sometimes we have a hard time connecting with that tangible aspect of Scripture as conversation. Okay, But a story is a lot like a conversation. I mean, think about it. We read it, but we hear it. We hear it on multiple levels. Um, it draws us into its world. You say, Pastor, how do we hear the Word of God? Well, you get drawn into it. The, the sights, the sounds, the smells, the feeling, the emotion, the, the characters, the plots... Uh, the uh, the adventures in, in the book of Acts that you see Paul on. I mean, you know, we connect with all of this stuff, the rebukes, the uh, chastising uh, uh, portions of Scripture, the the tough parts of Scripture where there's pain and, and, and heartache and disappointment. We, we connect with all of this, all right? It's a conversation that we're having internally with God. Now, Scripture is not just a brochure or pamphlet. It's not about living. It's not just instructions for how to get to heaven. Scripture is not just in our hands to help us navigate life so that we wind up okay. That's not at all what it's about. Okay, It's about revealing the glory of God across all space and time, connecting us with the grand reality of God's presence. All right, so let me explain. If my wife walked into the frame right now and she stepped in front of the camera and she said, hey, take the trash out when you get home, I'd say, yes, dear. <laughs> but if a complete stranger stuck their head into the frame, looked at me and said, hey, take the trash out when you get home, I'd be like, who are you? <laughs> what are you talking about? And how do you know if I got trash at my house right now? <laughs> uh, there'd be some serious questions to ask I'd be like maybe I need to leave and check make sure all my belongings are in the house too right 
It would startle me. I'd be like, who do you think you are? Who is this person? Okay. Well, a lot of times the reason Scripture doesn't connect with this is because that relational value is left out of it. We're reading Scripture like it's just a dry story that's supposed to help us learn how to get to heaven. That's not at all the point. Scripture is a conversation with God. It forms a bond with us and the Lord. Jesus said that my sheep will know my voice. So when we read Scripture, we should be connecting with the knowledge of Christ because we're hearing the voice of God. This is how this works. So there's a relational dimension to this. We shouldn't be reading Scripture just so that we have a bunch of information downloaded to our ethical database. All right, We're not robots. That's not what people are. Um, I've seen people, I've met people, I've been in classrooms with people, I've had lunch with people that had tremendous degrees in biblical studies, but they didn't believe in Christ as their Lord and Savior. How does that work? Well, it's simple. They're reading Scripture, and they're just reading it like it's just literature. And Scripture is great literature. There's poetry. There is uh, prophecy. There is narrative. There is, you know, apocalyptic literature. It's just, golly, it's multivalent. It's just, you know, it, it, Scripture is profound in the literary department. But Scripture is a living, dynamic thing. And it takes relationship to foster the glory of Scripture in your life. And so, reading Scripture, stu studying the Bible, should be like having a conversation with God. Alright? Let me show you a connection. There is a connection between prayer and the Word in Scripture. In the Psalms 119.36, it says, Incline my heart to your testimonies. He prays that he would want to read and meditate on God's Word. There is a connection between conversation and Scripture here. Psalms 119 and 18, a little bit earlier, he says, Open my eyes that I may behold the wondrous things out of your law. Remember what I told you about Scripture like a window? We look out and see the world, history unfolding, and God calls us to be a participant in His plan. Okay? This is it right here. This is what's happening. God, open my eyes that I behold the wondrous things out of your law. Paul says in Ephesians 6, 17, 18, he says, Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit. So there is a definite connection between conversation and Scripture. So Scripture should be a personal encounter with God. Alright, I remember growing up in the church and uh, being Pentecostal all my life. I grew up thinking that holiness, like holiness was about what you did or you didn't do. And uh, I found out when I got a little older, that's not at all what makes you holy. Gauging what you do and what you don't do. G.K. Beale, G.K. Beale is... A New Testament scholar, he uh, 
taught at Wheaton for a while, and he did some good work on the book of Revelation and some other things. He wrote a book, and it's called You Become What You Worship. And in this, he traces the history of Israel, and he shows how in the Old Testament, the idol gods, the false gods that Israel worshipped, they took on those characteristics. And what I learned is, and this is what I tell people in the church when I spend time every spring and I, and I hammer home a theology of worship, I told them, I said, you know, you become like what you worship. You want to know who the holy people are around you? Look at the people that are living a worshiping lifestyle. Alright? Those are the people that are holy. Uh, the people that are loving God. All right, this and and and, and uh, heart, soul, mind, body, and strength—the people that are giving God everything and connecting with God on that personal level. Same thing's true with Scripture. Scripture is absolutely meaningless. It's just a set of rules, ideologies, etc., without that conversation with God ingrained in the experience. And so, what I want to encourage you to do uh, over the course of this month in July that we spend talking about the Word of God as the voice of God, I want you to spend time meditating on the Word, pouring over the Word, and listening for the voice of God. Say, God, I want to connect with you. I want your presence through the, the text to, to feel, to penetrate and feel my life. Um, we're going to move into the next segment, and I'm going to talk about the parables of Jesus in a way that I would bet most of you have never heard. So stick around and check that out and be looking for that third video. Roll us on our podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. And you can catch these videos, you can catch them audibly as you're uh, 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 buzzing uh, down the road. Just forget, uh, just forget to, uh, don't forget to uh, keep your phone out of your hand because that new law's coming. And you know what the Bible says about being lawbreakers. This is Pastor Josh. Have a blessed week.